You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. We're broadcasting this morning from the Abbey of the Hills in South Dakota. If you've never been here, it's time you came on yeah. down, came on up. And you're probably wondering, who's the third wheel here, this Deacon Paul? I'm the director. I'm the director here at the <laughs> Abbey of the, the Hills. Third wheel. <laughs> used to be at Benedictine Monastery and about six years ago or so, some I would consider very faithful Catholic very couples awesome people. came along and felt the Holy Spirit kind of kind of move them towards using, continuing to use in a different flavor, in a different way, um, this mighty gift as a tool for um, the new evangelization, the, the new opportunity to call people to holiness, to, to peace. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we get to host a, a program here every, what, every other month or so. Uh, every it's, quarter. It's just a blessing. It, it's a blessing. It's, I think it's more of a blessing for me. Just because I get to come and spend the night <laughs> and then be in this beautiful place. Beautiful. And now we got we got a great a great guest, Chris Motes. Um, Chris, explain to the uh, listeners who you are and what you do, and then I'm I got to tell my Chris Motes story. So you, yeah, go, you go, go first. I'll go first. He's um, like, you have a Chris Motes yeah. story. I mean, we know each other like this much. He's like, what are you talking? But well, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'm the executive director of the South Dakota Catholic Conference, which is it's an organization founded by the bishops, uh, the then bishops of South Dakota, uh, Bishop uh, Paul Swain and Bishop Robert Groose at the time in 2017. They wanted an institution that would be working at their behest in the field of of public policy law and politics, sort of bringing the, the new evangelization to the field of, of government and lawmaking. Um, so I, I had been living, I'm a South Dakota native, but at the time had been living and practicing law in rural Minnesota. And uh, very, just the Lord was just really near during the, um, kind of this time of discernment. Uh, just felt a lot of peace in, in this work. Moved back to South Dakota in 2017 and it's just been a, a, a great ride uh, working with uh, mainly state legislators, um, state government, but uh, also to, to a certain extent our federal delegation also mm. in the three years um, since the bishops kick-started the Catholic Conference. And it's not just the eastern South Dakota diocese, it's, it's the Rapid it's City diocese as well. Together. That's right. So that's neat. That's, that's right. beautiful. And I bet you're busy. It's, it's a busy time. You know, um, having been away from South Dakota for a number of years, I, I left for college and then military service and ended up going to law school. You know, I, my first thought was, well, why do the, you know, what do the bishops want to get involved in politics for? Does, isn't South Dakota politics, like, pretty healthy? That was my first question when I learned of the job, you know, three, four years ago. But actually, as what do you mean by ex- healthy? Well, you know, South Dakota, South Dakotans are by and large pretty, pretty wholesome. It's like a pretty healthy place. We are not conservative. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're not California. It's not. It's not New York. Uh, I have co- counterparts in those places who they they tell stories of going to their state legislature, and they have that there are legislators there. They just like won't talk to each other because mm. they're that at odds. It's. Uh, I will attest. I'm really happy. I mean, I think it's really a, um, a prophetic uh, insight for the bishops to found the Catholic Conference when they did. We're certainly not... We, our legislators, they get along. They're, they're great people, regardless of where they sit with their principles and their mm-hmm. formation. 
there's a real, there is a real wholesomeness there. Yet at the same time, just like the rest of society, I mean, YouTube exists, YouTube and Facebook exist in South Dakota too. What I mean by that is all sorts of um, erroneous formation, if you will, comes into our state. So it's really helpful for the church to be present in the marble halls, yeah, you know, kind of holding up. Here's here's the light of truth. Let's let's take a look at this issue or that issue through the through through the eternal light through the through the light of some unchanging principles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my Chris Moat story. I'm down in Mitchell a couple of years ago. Um, there's a Catholic Community Foundation meeting, and we're going to visit with them about the Abbey. And you and I just ran into each other. I never heard of you, and I'm sure you never heard of me. <laughs> And, and I did something that's kind of out of character. I said, that's, because you explained what you're doing. And I go, well, that's wonderful. And I said to myself, how can I support you? So there's this voice that said, what can I pray for you about? And you said two things. You, you hardly blinked an eye. You said wisdom and discernment. Mm. Wisdom and discernment. And that's going to be at the heart of our, our time together this morning. Mm-hmm. You providing folks out in our listening area about that. But before we jump into that, I just want to ask you, this is a pretty unique thing. I don't know what you were doing in Minnesota and what kind of law you wanted to go into when you were in law. But how does prayer play into your role mm. in serving the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls and Rapid City in this manner? Because you just can't jump into those marble halls no. without equipping yourself and and also just allowing God to be guiding you or those, those steps down those halls. I, How do you do that? I would be absolutely lost. I, I would just like, you know, because it's, we, we all are either, you know, you see the Twitter feed or the, the daily headlines or whatever it is. The world is just, there's so much noise. Mm-hmm. And without daily prayer, like I'm talking uh, daily prayer, front of the Blessed Sacrament, yeah. you know, just stop the noise for a minute. And, and Lord, just, just speak. Yeah. I don't know. Can I rest here for, for a little bit with you? Rest. So. And then be equipped. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and be at peace as you're doing it. Because you've got a tool. I don't even want to lower it to that point. But right. you've got this power, I should say, that's beyond anything that the rest of the people are bringing. Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, there is a real, um, I've really been struck lately by this, this line of, of Paul to, in First Corinthians about faith not resting on human reason, but on the, the power and glory of the, of the Lord. Like, that's it. You know, we, we're actually insufficient unto ourselves. And human reason is a great gift. Like, it's, it's an incredible gift. It is a gift. Right. But it's, it's, not, it's not like actually the foundation. No. The love of the Lord is the foundation. Yeah. And, um, and he, he, he lets us participate in, in his very own glory through the gift of the Holy Spirit that we receive in baptism and confirmation and... So, yeah, it's got to be bedrock. So, again, I've, I envision a guy going, oh, I'm worried. I'm going up, up against this governor, this state senator, this, and I've got to leaf through this booklet or this, this law. This, this. And you're saying, no, that's, that's reason and that's a gift. Yeah. But I'm going to first take it to you, Father. I'm going to first take it to the Lord. Yeah, and that's what, so I spend our legislative sessions up in uh, Pier. And uh, up in Pier, the, the, the Catholic Church up there, Saints Peter and Paul, they've got a very beautiful um, adoration chapel that I can I get the key key fob to it, so I can go in any time of day. And it's just like every night when the day is done, it's like, okay, Lord, this day behind is yours, and the day ahead is yours. That's Father Joe Holthauser. That's right. right. Yeah, 
Yeah. He presided my my wedding. So oh, kind of got a connection oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I've never been inside the church, but that's a beautiful story. I'm, yeah, I'm touched by that. Okay, now let's move from that. And thanks for allowing me to jump in. Oh, that, yeah. Because that's a pretty personal <laughs> question, really. No, folks. No. And he's in public policy. Wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. But um, <laughs> now, like I said before, wisdom and discernment. How would you say to the folks that are listening? They're going to be voting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They have this there's wonderful. There's so much noise about this right there's now. There's noise, but what a beautiful thing as we as Americans get to do. Yeah. How do we guide them towards that? How do we form them? Yeah. Well, that's a great. That's a great question because we we're bombarded with all this information, right? Mm -hmm. It's all sorts of information. And before we're ready to sort of take in all this information, we need a certain degree of formation. So before we get into the nuts and bolts of of policy and ballot measures and candidates, we actually have to have, before we're ready to process that information, we have to have a formation uh, of our consciences. Correct. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that word conscience you know, the form of your conscience that can get a little like, it can be received in like kind of a squishy sort of way. Like, oh, in my conscience, I'm going to figure it out. Like, I'll just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. That's not what conscience is. Conscience is, is that privileged place of encounter with the Lord who is truth. And we form our conscience um, in accord with, we've got a, we've got a mother, the church, mm. who gives us uh, all the tools that we need for the formation of our conscience. And it could be things that are just so indispensable, like prayer we've already talked about. And it, it, it also can be just through her, her marvelous teaching. You know, we've got um, just a marvelous social doctrine. Um, you know, going, going back, Pope Leo the, the 13th, sort of the modern social doctrine uh, initiated by him in the late 1800s. But it's, it's all in the catechism. If anybody's got a compendium, uh, there's also a compendium in the social doctrine of the church. It's all there. So, you know, before we start processing all the information that is being thrown at us by media, let's start with formation. Let's start with prayer. Let's start with some of the teaching of the church that's, that's really at hand in that beautiful catechism. And so often not even addressed because mm-hmm. people think of the Catholic church and they think media, 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 you know, yeah. scandal, mm-hmm. whatever. And the beautiful, like, like, like you're bringing out the, the, the social teaching of the church. Mm-hmm. Ooh, really? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> falling in love with that. Yeah. That bride of Christ, that teaching. It's a, oh. So, okay. So, h- how do you go about doing that? Because that's a pretty subtle thing going up sure. to uh, a representative who's from, I don't know, whatever area of the state who may or may not be Catholic. Right. How do you engage that person? Well, you know, there's, there's this very Catholic thought that there are, um, you know, that the desire for truth is implanted within each human heart. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's always what we're looking for. And, you know, I've talked about kind of the wholesomeness of South Dakotans. That's, that's there within us that, that we actually, whatever our desires are, we all want to do the right thing. So we can start with that. It's like we all desire to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, there's every, every person is different, but to just look at, okay, whoever would be in front of me, who's my representative in my district, or, you know, I'm, I'm engaging with the whole legislature in front of me, this person, what are those seeds of truth that their desires have oriented them towards? And and maybe trying to start with that. And we'll talk about that. Hey, can I get a couple minutes with you? Let's talk about, 
you know, what do you see as, as the goods that you're pursuing? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, we can start a conversation that way. I'm writing these things down because, I mean, it's we important. all run into this. Absolutely. Whether it's our neighborhood, whether it's our family. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Our friends. Yeah. Well, we're brother. talking that's with Chris Motes this morning. I'm cutting both of you off because Cut we have to off. take a quick break. But we're going to come back with more of this great conversation with Chris Motes. We're going to be discussing voting, which is coming up very soon, folks, and what we can do about it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. This is Deacon Paul Trina. We're here at the Abbey of the Hills, and it's beautiful. And um, I saw a big old gaggle. Is it a gaggle of turkeys or a... Yeah, I actually had to stop in the road yesterday afternoon so they all 80 of them could go across the road. Yeah, especially those guys that are lifting and up they their feathers their time. and showing they off. They took their time. They yeah, weren't they, they weren't worried about me. We've got Chris Motes here and he's kind of here to guide us in this very very important time, very timely time right now of of uh, this opportunity that we have as Americans to pick our leadership, right? Mm. Who's going to represent us? And we, we always write down a few questions that we're going to ask the guests. I don't know who brings these questions <laughs> Have we up. been? I don't know. Some of them are softball <laughs> questions. And I said, you don't want softball questions, do you, Chris? So why don't you lead? You're going to ask a question. Of- well, I just know that it's a really heated time. And um, 
you never know, like we said before the break, if it's going to be a family member, if it's going to be a friend, somebody on Facebook, you know, and there's a meme that goes around on Facebook, how many um, people's minds have actually been changed by Facebook posts. You know what I mean? And so that's like a reality of, of social media. Are you really influencing people or are you just making them mad? You know, Mm -hmm. and are we called to, you know, say things on Facebook? I mean, you know, it's, it seems kind of silly, but that's where people are and that's where people are going and that's what people are doing. And so kind of what is the Catholic's responsibility when it comes to politics? Let's start there. I've heard, well, that, um, Starting with what is the Catholic's responsibility to politics. So within the social doctrine of the church, there's, there's a teaching that, that we could describe as the call to participate mm-hmm. in the life of the community. Mm-hmm. You know? And we can understand community to be sort of our, our local community. You know? And I'm not just talking about Catholic community, you know, our, our baptized brothers and sisters. I'm talking about the place in which we live. The motto of the South Dakota Catholic Conference is Quarite Pacem Civitatis. It's from... It's from Jeremiah. It's, it's seek the good of the city. The Jews are in exile. They're not very happy about being in Babylon. And Jeremiah speaks to them. The Lord speaks to them through Jeremiah. And he says, uh, I know you're not very happy right now, but you have to keep doing like normal stuff. Build houses, get married, mm-hmm. plant gardens, and seek the good of the city. So that call to participate in the political community uh, for us as Americans is, is local, it's state, it's, it's national. So that's the starting point, is a call to participate. Now, when we're talking about like social media and you bring up Facebook, I knew like half a dozen people that during the months of June and July said to me like, I am done with it. I am off. Right. I have completely canceled it. Enough. I'm not on it that much. I kind of have an account for work a little bit, but I, I was told that it was, it was just like getting super toxic. And that's mm-hmm. like a very legitimate... Mm-hmm. Like when you're sort of feeling that, like, what is this doing inside my own interior life? Mm-hmm. I'm just no, Lord. You know, if your if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And if Facebook is taking you to dangerous places, leave it. Um, you know, it's in a certain sense, it's not real. <laughs> you know, it's a very. I love that. Um, it's it it. There's a, a well-known uh, theologian at Catholic University of America, Chad Pecknold. He's on Twitter. Uh, he's kind of a big tweeter, and he, I think it was earlier this summer. He took a trip across America, kind of is you know getting out of town for coronavirus, and they're just going to go s- travel the country. And he he gets back, and and he says, "Well, one thing I learned about, hmm. um, uh, one thing I learned on my trip, Twitter is not America." Hmm. You know, he's he encountered normal people that are doing just normal everyday things, and life is going on. And that's one of that's one of sort of um, the the ways in which our sort of modern political um, ideas, sort of this enlightenment idea of, of politics is one in which it's like pervaded every aspect of life and we need to resist that, actually. So yes, there's a call to participate, but at the same time, um, we need to be doing like normal healthy stuff too, like, you know, bouncing your new grand, grandchild on your knee and, and praying and planting your garden and, you know, all this other stuff that is actually super healthy. <laughs> well, and I think there's a responsibility that we all are called to do. You know, yes, you see all these posts and media stuff on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you're at, but do your homework. Yeah. You're responsible 
for coming up with the truth. You're responsible for, okay, I had a friend, you know, that posted about the abortion rate under certain legislator goes down. Under a certain party, it goes down. And, you know, and so that's why they're going to vote a certain way and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you can look at that, but do your homework. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's... Research it. That's right. And, you know, not to keep picking on social media, Mm -hmm. but it can be hard to, to, um, to get enough information to like really process something and exercise our reason and good judgment when we're receiving stuff via memes or 40 character bites, (laughs) you know, I, can my life be summed up in 40 characters? Yeah. I, 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 I'll never forget. It was, I was just getting out of the Marines in 2010 and I went to a focus conference with my sister and Archbishop Chaput had just written his book, uh, Render Into Caesar at that time. So I went to a talk on it. Great book. And, and a student asked a question at the end uh, of, of His Excellency. How do, we, like, how do we get information so we like, know what to do in society? Mm-hmm. And he said, read. Read deeply. And read from lots of different sources. Amen. So, and radio's great too. You know, somebody can always yep. go check out South Dakota Catholic Conference, Faith and Politics. Shameless plug for... Real Presence Radio every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central. Um, <laughs> Shameless plug. I love it. I love it. Re- not- repeat that. Uh, yeah, faith in politics. You know, just kind of knowing that this is something I started doing about a year ago was doing a little podcasting because social media, is, sometimes it is like these back and forth sound bites and I, it's an interview style and I, it, you get a half an hour and there's something I like about it. It, it, can, it can be a bit Socratic, like that we actually have a dialogue going on, mm-hmm. um, which... I, I, I try and, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of learning the, uh, the ins and outs of being good on radio, which, you know, I pay attention to you, Heather. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, there's a little more depth to it is what I try and give. Yeah. It's every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on Real Presence Radio. That's fantastic. Where you can find it in your podcast players, too. But. Well, and another in, uh, site that I use often, you know, when I'm seeing these different things in um, different areas, not everybody's on social media, but just talking with friends, family, whatever it might be. A source I use a lot is your website. Oh, sure. So let's discuss that a little bit. What's on your website? SDCatholicConference.org has got, you know, there's a bit more activity during the legislative session when it's like, okay, we've got bills that are being processed. And, you know, South Dakota is a fairly um, small state population-wise. So there's not, and we're processing five to 600 bills every year. So our, your local media is not going to cover every single bill. So if you really want to drill down into like, okay, what did my bishops really want me to take a look at? That's mm-hmm. the place to go. But even, you know, some more formative things that are some more of the church teaching. And even just recently, um, got some stuff up there on constitutional amendment a in South Dakota. Um, voters in South Dakota are going to be asked, uh, to weigh in on a constitutional amendment that would, um, enshrine recreational marijuana in our state constitution, which you know typically is kind of reserved for those really fundamental democratic and human rights, and and we're being asked to decide whether our constitution should be used for this sort of social drug experiment. Um, hmm. And the Catholic Conference is encouraging voters to vote now, so there's some stuff up there on that too. Right. Well, and I, I love the website because you do take these huge issues, and you're like, where do I even begin? Yeah. You know, and I love the website because you take them apart and you explain why we believe what we believe. Yeah. So, Heather, when you say, where do we begin? Unfortunately, a lot of people begin with Facebook or these memes. Right. Then they end there because they they get emotional or they get, see, I told you so, or I can't believe this. Yes. Versus 
like you were mentioning earlier, become well-read. Become well-read. Well, this is a a component of becoming well-read, going to South Dakota Catholic Conference dot org. South Dakota Catholic uh, Conference. S, sorry, maybe Did I, I say that wrong? wrong. SD Catholic SD. Conference. Thank you for correcting. Well, because I hate to admit it, but you know, Americans tend to be lazy, you know, and they tend to be on their different media things and they pick up information. And so I'm trying to encourage people to take another step. Well, in a certain sense, we're coming out of an era of history in which being a little more lazy was okay. Because the dominant culture was, broadly speaking, one that had instantiated Christian values. But that era is over with. We are now, we are paddling upstream. We're entering a new apostolic era. Mm-hmm. So we, we can, as Christians, we can no longer afford to be lazy and kind of just go with the, go with the flow. We got to really put our backs into it and paddle upstream. And, and utilize the Holy Spirit's gifts to us, mm. which is sdcatholicconference.org. And a whole host of other things, too. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful thing. But you're right. This post-Christian society that we live in. So we only have one minute. Real quick. Those that are disgruntled and don't want to vote, what would you say to them? Well, sometimes we get wrapped into the presidential election. And remember, there's more than just the top line on your ballot. You've got to go all the way down for your, your state and local stuff. We've got these really important ballot measures, a couple of them having to do with marijuana, recreational, medical. So um, don't give up just because you're maybe uh, disenfranchised by whoever happens to be on the top line. I would, I would also say that it's, it, it actually is maybe like um, healthy in a certain sense to be disgruntled. Mm. with some stuff, but at the same time, we cannot permit th- our disgruntlement to, to let our hearts become numb. Right. We actually mm-hmm. should let our hearts be vulnerable and be pierced oh. by the woundedness of society, and that's just an opportunity. You know, <clears throat> Going back to Fulton Sheen or Mother Teresa, they say, you want to change your country? Holy hour every day. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we got we to gotta, like, just dive into it. So. Chris Mose, thank you. Yeah, great to be with you. Thank yeah. you for Thanks joining us. Thanks for driving us. out. Yeah. It's good to see you. Good to see you guys. Great to see you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We have the top of the hour, and we're going to head into a little banter with Father Deacon. Deacon? Deacon, <laughs> Deacon Paul Trinan. <laughs> we'll stick with us. We'll be right back in just All a right. few minutes. Yeah. 